Legion, and welcome back to the Cyclone here on J360 Radio. I'm your host, Jay, and of course, with me is my good friend, Alan, and we are currently sitting here talking about what happened in the season. We're taking a look back at some things that piqued our interest, and we're also being aware of what's going on in the wildcard slot. We also have a left open for Mark is not with us yet. He will be here shortly. Um, if Dev is out there, you know, it's open for him to come in. Either way, we're going to do things a little unorthodox on this episode as we talk about things that pique our interest. We might talk about the Browns a little bit. We might talk about circumstances regarding the Eagles. And, of course, we're going to talk about where we go from the wild card to divisional rounds. And then, hopefully, we'll continue on the trend going to the Super Bowl regardless of what teams have made it. And this might be a little late, but happy 2018. Let's go ahead and check in with Alan. So, Al, let's pick up on what we were talking about earlier. Overall, I think the NFL season was pretty good this year, you know, despite, um, you know, some shortcomings here and there. There were some good things about this season. Yeah, the Bills got to the playoffs. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, okay, you're going to go ahead and turn it into that, huh? No, I mean, like, you know, the the Eagles winning streak there. Like, you got to see that Carson Wentz and everybody else, they gelled together. And the same thing could happen with Nick Foles, too. I mean, if they go ahead and they practice enough, and then, like, you know, when we're in the playoffs, hopefully we don't bomb out like the Clippers. But, you know, overall, we made big changes for the Eagles this year. And the Rams, who would have thought they'd come on strong? And uh, Garoppolo on the 49ers, they have somebody. So it's like... You know, the thing about it is, you think like, hey, Kaepernick was there, but you don't really think about Kaepernick's time anymore because they finally have something. Well, not only that, um, Case Keenum showed that he's actually a pretty damn good quarterback, too, for the Vikings. Yep, exactly. Which by- Sorry, Bridgewater fans. Oh, okay, okay, so you want to bring that up, huh? You know... I'm just saying, the coming of Teddy Bridgewater was written, and he did come back. He just threw a bad interception. And the guy has some pretty good skill, Al. He just can't stay healthy. But Case Keenum, they got their guy. Well, no, now they're kind of stuck in a quandary right now, do you? Uh, Because I think Bridgewater, Keenum, and Bradford are all under their last year of their contract. So they have to decide what to do. Uh, You know, I would say keep Keenum, Uh, and I would say keep Bridgewater. Um, Bradford can go anywhere he wants to go. I wouldn't be shocked if Bradford retires. The dude can't stay healthy, and a bruise in the knee is no joke. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Um, We'll find out. Um, What, Bradford could go to... Bradford could go to Cleveland for all I care. Like, and that's not an insult to Cleveland. Just we need somebody. Kaiser sitting down. He shouldn't have been well, starting. No, I mean if anything, he he was the project. But you guys had who'd you guys have as your main guy until he got hurt? Yeah, Kessler. Cody Kessler? Kessler there for a while. No, they put him as a third string quarterback for no reason. It was supposed to be Osweiler, and they just abruptly cut him. Mm-hmm. And they said that um, Kaiser was the best quarterback out of all of this. And I'm like, this is a mistake. Yeah, he, he's a rookie that still needs to know the game and has to learn under somebody. But, you know, even um, you know, a guy we watch on YouTube, I don't know if we can say his name or not, even he points out that, you know, 
Kaiser's going to be a beast somewhere else if he's not going to be a beast in Cleveland. And at the end of the day, I wonder why Hugh Jackson seems to not like Kaiser. Um, it, it's like he does. It, it it's so weird. It's like he does. The problem, the first problem with all this was we should have never cut Josh McCown in the first place. That was stupid. You know, McCown had a really good yeah, season yeah, that's, for New that's York. Very true. And my gosh, the the drop off after McCown got injured and Bryce Petty played for the Jets. Oh my God, it was like night and day. Mm-hmm. Because you all know Bryce Petty is not the answer, at least not this year. He is. <laughs> I don't think any of them are. Uh, did Hackenberg even play? I don't even think Hackenberg uh-huh. played this year. I don't get why you didn't at least let him play Week 17. The season was over and you. St- what you saw in Bryce Price is what you got for, like, what, the last three mm-hmm. weeks. So I, I just don't see any reason why he didn't play you know, him. The, the, the... Actually, what Jets quarterback can you talk about, really? You know you know what I'm saying? Like, really talk about other than Joe Namath. Uh, uh, there's a few. Well, actually, Michael Vick, because um, he was on the Jets. I was going to say him. I was going to say uh, Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. Um, I'll make a case for Chad Pennington. Yeah. Uh, Mark Sanchez before the butt fumble. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, was there anybody else? I know there's somebody else. I just can't think of it. Um, Geno Smith. Um, well, I guess Brett Favre that yeah, one year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I tend to forget because his, um, his last hurrah was on the uh, Vikings and stuff. I, I forgot he was actually uh, a Jets quarterback. You know, because. He was in his twilight years, though, because um, that was when he exposed himself to that um, that one journalist, right? Hey, she was you know she what? was hot. She was pretty fine. <laughs> yeah, I I don't blame him. Like, I mean, his his wife yeah. is pretty good looking, but I don't know. Like, I don't know why he did well, that. Yeah. I know, but with all the crap that he did, he's a first ball Hall of Famer, but Terrell Owens isn't. Come on. Well. <sighs> The thing is, Terrell, after a while, became, like, the most hated man in NFL. Now, he's not on the verge of, like, you know, certain people that run around and uh, piss off everybody. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say him by name, by the way. He's not a certain – wait, it's not – wait, he's not a receiver that runs around and fit. Yeah, he did. That was, like, his entire career until he went to Buffalo. Yeah, I know he did a lot for us, and then his ass went to Dallas. It still pisses me off, man. But you know, maybe he does deserve that award too. Maybe. The Browns decision for Kaiser just that was so mind blowing. Yeah, I mean you guys you guys have a project and the roster's pretty good. I, I think it's more of the coaching staff and the front office planning more so. And then again, you know, you're supposed to have your section of the floor anyway, so you can go ahead and talk about your uh Brown season if you want to. I mean it's entirely up to you. I mean, it, it's it's not just that. It's also, I didn't understand what the heck they were doing for two years. Um, you you hire this guy and Hugh Jackson, and then you sign to be like the GMs and all this, a bunch of Moneyball coaches that, and Moneyball does not work in the NFL, mind you. It doesn't, and it's been, it barely works in baseball. Um so, and Hugh Jackson, you want to know why he was so successful in Cincy? Is because he had a bunch of veterans 
that made it work. You know, you had these great projects in AJ Green and Andy Dalton, uh, Yavani Bernard, um, Marvin Jones before he went to Detroit. You had all this talent. Veteran talent that Hugh Jackson knows how to utilize. In Cleveland, let's cut every veteran that we can find and just be super cheap. And have a bunch of green players that really don't know how to work within the league. Yeah, so it's like... I actually saw what Hugh Jackson was trying to do to trade for AJ McCarron. A lot of people were like, I'm playing, oh, we were gave up too much. No, no, no. You don't get it. Hugh Jackson saw the writing on the wall that Kaiser wasn't ready, so he's going to make a trade for AJ McCarron. I saw that. What do you have been in? AJ McCarron has worked with Hugh Jackson. He knows the system, and he wants something like that so he can teach Deshaun Kaiser how to be a quarterback. That was his point. You know, I bash Hugh Jackson for a lot of things, but that was the one thing I actually agreed with him on. Yeah, how come that didn't follow through? I don't know. I I think Sashi Brown went behind his back and just did not execute the trade properly. That's my only explanation I have. It just, it didn't work out. And it it was like, it was weird. It should have. I mean, on paper, it seemed like a decent trade. I mean, what, a second and a third for A.J. McCarron. All right. You know, it's what we were probably what we were probably going to waste those second and third picks on receivers that probably wouldn't make our team in two years anyway. So why not? Um, we have two first round picks in two seconds. I think we can afford to waste a couple picks. It didn't really bother me that much, although it is. Was it overpriced? Yeah, sure. It was. But at the end of the day, though, it's like you got to like look at it from this. You're having this quarterback, your rookie quarterback, who's a project quarterback, who's supposed to be your franchise quarterback. He is being completely humiliated, just embarrassed. During he has the most turnovers in the NFL. He is getting destroyed. The everything was just not working for him. Um. <clears throat> It made all the sense in the world to see uh, for Hugh Jackson to do that, um, and then it just it didn't go through. Like I heard rumors that oh they were excessively celebrating and stuff like that, and I'm like, you guys had no problems making trades for like Jamie Collins and stuff, so this is kind of weird to me. I don't know. It's it, it's a strange situation. I don't know what to make of it. And hey, you know what? If a second and third round pick would have gotten us at least like a win or two this season, yeah, I would have taken it. Because now we're in, like, you know, an NFL legacy of how bad our team is. We're 1-31, in 31 and I, I, I'm still stunned how this guy is still a head coach. I just have this weird feeling what's going to happen. Uh, what's the weird feeling? Is that... That Hugh Jackson will last four weeks. They'll stumble out of the gate, and then finally... They'll, they'll have enough, and they'll cut them. Ah, uh, okay. I got it. So you're saying pretty much what they're going to do is they're going to use Hugh Jackson to get what they need, and then when the time is right, they'll go ahead and get rid of him. Yeah, what I, yeah exactly. What I think is going to happen, it's like they're, if the Browns stumble out of the gate again, and there you go, 0-4, or 0-6 or something, right? Finally, Jimmy Haslam's just going to be like, you know what? I had enough. I had enough of this. And he's just going to fire him. And then the GM can bring in his own guy. But there is a problem with this. You wasted an entire season waiting for this. Yeah. 
And it's like, that's kind of the problem. Yeah, sure. Maybe with a interim head coach like Greg Williams or something like that. Yeah, we might get three, four wins. You know, they're still fighting about Hugh Jackson getting an offensive coordinator. Really? Yeah, this is still a thing. I'm like, oh my God, hire. You know, I know what it is. What is it, man? He's scared of getting an offensive coordinator because he knows that's going to be the next interim head coach. You know what? That does make sense, though. Because, I mean, he's so horrible at his job, but the offensive coordinator will probably be the best at his job. Jimmy Haslam will probably open his eyes along with um, Dorsey, and they'll be like, you know what, Hugh? It's time to go. And then Hugh, who has a horrible track record right now, actually, he's had a bad track record when he was over with the Raiders, didn't he? Ain't uh, Okay, not bad, but still, you know, not necessarily clean. The year before, um, with Tom Cable, they were a and and what Hugh Jackson did was what he did in Cleveland, and he threw everybody under the bus. But him, of course. Well, you know. that's a given. And Oakland saw this. The new owner came in, um, Al Davis' son, fired his ass immediately. Mm. The guy is a fine coordinator. Just the problem with him is he is a terrible leader. And we just we saw it twice now. Like I didn't think he was good for Oakland. Personally, I thought they should have stuck with Tom Cable. You know, like the saddest thing is, right? At least with the first what? year of him coaching, you guys did win one game. At least this this is ridiculous, man. It's at a point where I can't. I, I don't even want to make fun of your team. You know, the thing is, we really had no business even winning that game. That kicker would have just nailed the kick. You know yeah, what I mean? But... For the Chargers. Yeah, but, you know, the thing is, yeah. you did win, though, and you pulled it by the seat of your pants, so... But we were more competitive last year than exactly. we were this year. This year, we just, like, completely outmatched. Which is odd, considering that you had, game. like, the same roster and everything. Well, we let go of Joe Hayden. That didn't help. Our big offensive guy. You know what? I, I actually see this happening. Hugh Jackson's going to use Joe Thomas as the reason why they couldn't win a game, which I will just see, say as complete and utter bullshit. I'm sorry. You had one of the most dynamic receivers in the league and Josh Gordon, and you couldn't even utilize him right? Come on, man. You suck. You're a terrible head coach. Well, I would take the time right now to pull some of the excuses that Hugh Jackson has made over this season, but that's a lot of excuses. Exactly. Who would have thought that the Vikings would come on as strong as they did, though, you know? Well, the Vikings were red hot last year. Uh, they did, and just it all fell apart. Um, I'm trying to think what happened. Um, Sam Bradford um, and just a lot of things like that, and then AP got injured. They they weren't that bad last year. Just um, injuries happened. You know, Bridgewater was out for the year, and they made this immediate trade for Sam Bradford. Um Bradford was like kind of you just walked in on the second game of preseason expecting to be the starting savior of this team. Who they even have last year as the backup? Wasn't it Sean yeah, Hill? It was Sean Hill. Personally, I think that team would have won more games with Sean Hill. That's just my opinion. Well, you know, you're gonna get what you're gonna get with Bradford, and the thing about it is he's injury prone. I mean, the guy is good when he's good. Don't get me wrong, but you all knew like if he could make it through the season healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It says something about him then. Well, dude, that's a freak injury, though. There, that that one was not his fault. Um, 
Yeah, when you get I didn't even know like what would, what that happened after week mm-hmm. one, wasn't it? Wasn't that just weird? Like he played fine all the game and he still played through the Nebrews and Or do you get injured in practice? I think it was yeah, I think it was in practice that he got injured. I don't know. I mean, he played really good that game. Uh, I think that was against the Saints at the time. And, yeah, he played good. Um, just then, you know, the injury happened. He came back up for a few weeks and looked really, really rusty and just wasn't himself. Mm-hmm. But that's what happens when you have significant injury, And though. then you realize that, oh, Case Kino actually was playing really good. And then... Next thing you know, they're like the they're like the number two seed in the yeah, playoffs it's like right now. Night and day, like the NFC playoffs in general is going to be something to look at. AFC playoffs, though, kind of you know about the same. You got the Patriots, you got the Steelers, you got well, well, no, no, no. I take it back. It's different now. You got the Bills in there, so you know. I do. I think the Bills will win this week. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, possible. Be nice be nice but i i don't know um what's the other wild card game bills and jaguars carolina panthers versus new orleans saints you have the tennessee titans versus the kansas city chiefs now how about that the titans i don't yeah the chiefs are gonna win that one oh oh, come on what you trying to say malarkey can't get the job done no i'm saying he can't and he should have been fired Hey, Um, hey, hey look man DeMarco Murray is going to make it ha- <laughs> Is he even healthy? <laughs> All I know is he hasn't had any game time throughout this whole season, really. Dude, he was awful this year. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, all that... The King's Ransom in general, I will never forget about DeMarco Murray at all. For obvious reasons, for those in the I, J360 I, I never, Legion. But... You know, you, what were you going to say, Al? I'll never get why he flops so bad. I'll never get why he flops so bad in Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, we can go on forever about 2015, can't we? Just just damn. And then you look at you had all these running backs for Dallas that succeeded. You had McFadden, who succeeded for a little bit. Um, you had McFadden. You had... Um, you know, you have Ezekiel Elliott and everything like that. It's like, it makes me wonder, was Marco Murray really ever that great? Or was he just a product of the Cowboys O-line? Well, he was supposed to be the big gun for us, you know, and it just didn't work out. Like, if anything, he had to go and talk to, he, he had to go and talk to Lori to get some time. I mean, it was even worse when you guys, you guys had like three really good running backs that yeah. year, didn't you? Yeah, Darren Sproles. Is Darren Sproles still it's on your Sproles, team? Sproles, Alan. Yeah, he he's still there. He's on injury, I think. Let me let me see. If if Darren Sproles is there, he was our Swiss Army guy. I think he's there. He must yeah. be on IR or something, because I have not heard his name pop up in a long time. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah, oh my yeah, gosh. That's right. I remember now. Dear Lord, I lo- I look at his injuries. Oh dear Lord, he had a broken arm and a torn ACL on the same yeah. game. Give that man all the rest that he can. Yeah. Wow, that's gotta suck. Oh, yeah. So it's like he can't even move half Not his at body. All, Al. So yeah, he he's gonna need it. Yeah, give him all the rest he wants and bring him back on the roster next year. I'm surprised you guys didn't bring back uh, Ryan Matthews. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the good Matthews. 
I'm glad we got rid of Jordan Matthews. He couldn't catch for shit. I was, I was tired of him. As a Bills fan, I happily say I no, no, hey, hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> thank God we got, thank God yeah, we got a- rid of his ass. Like, I mean, he's a stud for you guys. But for us, he, he, he was wasn't. infrequent as hell. He really I was like, come on, man. He is the most... He's inconsistent as hell. One minute, one game, he could probably catch for like a hundred and something yards, and the next game he is like either injured or just randomly yeah. quiet. It's infuriating. That's why I think that's why we finally were like, let's get Kelvin Benjamin. And Benjamin unfortunately got injured on the set. Wow, we have two injury prone wide receivers. This are tough. Oh boy, this might not end well for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to say the least. I mean, I mean we got to pull like for them. our boys, but you know, we we know those problems within. I mean, I wasn't. I, I was stunned that the Bills just didn't um, go after C.B. Johnson again and bring him back to Buffalo, like um, you know, as a slot receiver yeah. or something. I was actually shocked they didn't do that. K three sixty Ray. Hey, hold that thought, Al. Mark's in the show now. Hey, uh, hey, Mark. Hey, Hello. what's up, man? Not much. Not, not much. much. I can't stay on long. All right. Well, happy New Year. Yeah. Happy yeah. New Year. Happy Rusev Day, by the way. Uh-huh. Happy Rusev Day. I don't know why. Why'd that go over my head? <laughs> <laughs> WWE. Wow. Uh, but other than that, man, uh, we were talking about the highs and lows of the year. We've already done our whole thing about the Browns. Uh, if you want to go ahead and chime in, I can go ahead and edit that in if you want to. What can I say about the Browns that hasn't already been said, though? That's very, very true. So, I'm going to leave it at that. How Hugh Jackson hasn't been fired? Yeah, I don't understand that. But, you know, I'll give him this. Sometimes you got to stick it out with your coach and see where things go. Yeah, I think if next season isn't a good season, they're probably going to fire him halfway through. Yeah, that's what I yeah, said, he said, too. said that not too long ago. Now, yeah. I do want to touch on your other team, the Bills, who did make it into the playoffs. Yeah. I guess we're probably not to that point yet. Oh, though, no. Right? Oh, we're, we're, we're there. We're talking about the wild cards right now, so you can go ahead. All right. I'm not going to lie. I'm a Ravens fan. I was hoping they would win, but I wanted to see the Bills in the playoffs, so I was happy when they lost. I'm actually curious to see how they do in there. I don't think it'll be that bad. By the way, do you know I donated $50 to the Andy Dalton um, charity that he has right now because I was so happy that the Bengals uh, end, ended the drought for the Bills? Did you really do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm sorry. It that is, is great. And in honor of it, too, I also bought my girlfriend, like, 14 pieces of uh, buffalo wings. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a really exciting day for me. <laughs> that is such a random number. Why Why 14 pieces? Well, they didn't have 17. I wanted to do 17 <laughs> because 17 long years since they've been in. That's good. I like that. Yeah. So I got her 14. She was pretty happy about it. She had no idea why I just randomly did that. But, yeah. <laughs> and she goes, does this have something to do with the bills? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We were actually talking about the Tennessee Titans versus the Kansas City Chiefs and talking about how DeMarco Murray really is a non-factor in anything. Yeah, this year now. I can't see the Titans winning this game. What do you think? What? Oh, hey, Margo. Hey, Jay. How have you been? What did you I'm good. Marco's just trying to get his vitamin water. Let me vitamin water? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Vitamin what? water? What? <laughs> you gotta be healthy, oh, man. You know? Oh, by the way, Margo, this is uh, Alan. He's a good friend of mine, and he's also my co-host on J360 Radio. Oh, hey, Alan. 
So, Alan, what did you ask me? About totally the Tennessee Titans and uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs game. Uh-huh. I say the Chiefs get this easily. Yes. Uh, I really just don't – I don't see anything with the Titans. Who knows, maybe they surprise us, but I'm going Chiefs all the way on this. I just – I think the Chiefs have too many weapons, and Andy Reid's got so much experience. I mean, it's just – how can you dismiss it, you know? Wait, are you trying to tell me that Mike Malarkey is not going to Yeah, are you him? against Malarkey, man? This is a Titans house. Uh, I'm still going oh, oh, to read oh, on is this that, one. Is that right? Really? You, you, yeah, you, oh, that is oh, exactly. You go, you go read when I'm going read? Why can't you do your own thing, Mark? I'm just kidding. Wait, are you trying to tell me that Marcus Mariota is uh, going to be a pick machine? No, there's well, no way. Now. He's a beast of a quarterback, but the thing about it is all that surrounds him is not on his level. No, he, yeah. you know, he, when he gets flustered, he throws oh, a lot oh, of yeah. picks. And the Chiefs defense, yeah. yeah. Well, that's because that's he, he was planning on coming into the NFL and being on Chip Kelly's yeah, team, he remember? Was supposed to be the, he was supposed <laughs> to be the ideal guy for for the Eagles, and, well, it just didn't work out. And I'm glad oh, it yeah. didn't. Who would you take, Wentz or Mariota? I would take Wentz in a heartbeat. Yeah. But you know what, though? Moving, and we all picked the Chiefs because I really want to see Alex Smith and um, Andy Reid pull their performances. Those guys were undefeated earlier, but they're still a beast team. Now, it can go one or two ways, and I'm just glad to see, like, they're up, uh, they're in the playoffs, but it's a squash match like anything else. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got the Atlanta Falcons versus the L.A. Rams. I think I'm going to actually take the L.A. Rams on this one. You know what? The Rams are a really good team, and they're like a powerhouse. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, that is a strong selling point. When I look at that team, and I'm like, oh, man, you look at what they got. You think they're going to dominate a lot of teams. But the one thing I will say about the Falcons is – they're surprising good. You know, you look at them and you're like, and they kind of remind me of the early days of Peyton Manning where he could get to the playoffs with the Colts and they would get, you know, in their face the Patriots and lose. And then eventually finally ended up winning. I, I could see um, kind of Matt Ryan in that kind of light. I mean, I wouldn't say he's 100% Peyton Manning. That'd be crazy. But, uh, I I think that the Falcons will surprise the Rams. I would say it's a top matchup to look forward to, you know, in case you get, like, bored with the Titans and the Chiefs game. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> People are forgetting that the Falcons have a mediocre run defense and the Rams have Todd Gurley. There's No, the Rams are winning this game without mm. question. I'm not totally against that, but I'm just picking the Falcons because I think the Falcons can surprise them. Yeah, that's a possibility. I just have to see what happens on Saturday. Hey, my picks haven't been that great, so... I mean, take it with I think a grain we all salt. lost last week. <laughs> I, I gotta stop picking the Browns. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably be a good move. I learned my lesson real quick. <laughs> Let's see. Going up into Sunday's games, it's the Buffalo Bills at Jacksonville. I want to say, you know, it's good to see the Buffalo Bills are making history and broke that curse. But I still want to see what Blake Bortles and the boys down there in Jacksonville do. So I got to pick the Jags on this one. I'm going with the Bills. I'm going with the Bills. Of course you're going with the Bills. I'm biased, but I'm going with the Bills. Oh, Tyrod Taylor? He going to be the difference maker? Wait, wait, wait. I I will actually hold on. I want to be an actually good podcaster, an actually good legit, uh, you know, even out. If Sean McCoy is healthy, I am picking the Bills. If he's not and he can't play, it's going to be Jacksonville. 
I think Jacksonville's a really good team. I, I do. I want to see him stick at the Doug Marone so bad, though. Yeah, I, I think the Bills. I think the Bills got this. I, I really think that uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to come out and look good, and, and Shady McCoy. Wait, he's not injured, right? Actually, he was carted off last time. So let's see if he's actually going to be. Uh... Let's do this. Windows Ten. Okay, uh, injury, uh, let's see, his ankle day-to-day. He's undergoing further evaluation, and this is two days ago. Okay, so that that could be a problem. If he's not 100%, that's going to be a problem. And I don't want to jeopardize his next season for this game. I mean, granted, it's the Bills' playoffs, and we all waited for it. But uh, he, he put some work know. in for you guys to get there, put it that way. <laughs> don't get it. He worked his yeah, ass you know. off. Man, you know, is it too late for us to sign C.J. Spiller back? Mm, yeah. Well, actually, it said that his um his injury was positive, so you know maybe they st- it still remains to be seen though. They better go ahead and make that decision right. soon. Saturday's upon us. Jay, I never thought I'd be alive to know that the Buffalo Bills would make the playoffs again. Uh, well, you guys had a pretty strong team throughout this whole season, so I mean, you guys were gonna go ahead and do what you needed to do. Granted, you needed to use the Ravens' loss to get there, but yeah, you know, like, it's, Andy like, Dalton, it's like you know, yeah. I gotta, uh, I gotta run here in a minute. Okay. It was well, the last there's game? There's Panthers and the New Orleans Saints. Who you got on that? Ooh, dang, that's a tough one. Um, that is actually. For me, the other choices, some of them I picked because I, you know, kind of wanted the wanted to pose a little bit. Like I don't really know if they'll win, but this game is actually really is a tough one for me because I think Cam Newton is a good quarterback. I think that goes without saying; he's a very good quarterback. The same goes for Drew Brees. Man, I've watched Brees since he was at Purdue, and I say this every time. I think it's every week I say this, and I just think he's a great quarterback, and he's got a lot of knowledge and skill i think the saints are going to pull this off okay Eh, that's reasonable what about you al this is a tough choice for me too if you would have told me two years ago between these two i would have picked the panthers in a heartbeat last year the panthers i don't trust this panthers team yeah i I don't i don't trust them it's not i don't hate them i just i don't trust them right now and they're too inconsistent so i'm gonna pick the saints i'm gonna go ahead and go with carolina yeah i mean i know it seems risky and everything else but i really like to pull for cam you know what i mean and the, and the panthers i want them to keep on pounding so yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go for carolina because i mean All it's right. gonna be a battle don't get me wrong but i really want to see this go down and i want to see the panthers actually beat the saints with much respect to drew Brees. Yeah. So, no, I hear you like, on that. And, and you never know, like, if they actually manage to pull it off and they're in the Super Bowl and stuff like that, I think Cam could actually learn a lot from 50 and get it together. Not not trying to dime us out, but you know what I mean? Anything could happen. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Anyway. All right, oh, but y'all okay. be safe out there. It's really, really cold. It is. Yeah. It is. It is a very yeah. cold winter. Take it easy, guys. See ya. See ya. See ya. I agree with Mark on the pick. Yeah, like, I don't trust this Panthers team because, like, every time you think they'll win, they blow it. In epic proportion. They do, but at the same time, though, they're not necessarily that bad. It's just that they're not consistent. And I like to pull for Cam sometimes. You know what I mean? Because, see, at Super Bowl 50, I have 
I actually do have respect for Cam Newton and the Panthers. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted them to win that game. And it seemed like this could be their, you know, if they learn their lesson, this could be something big for them. Say, like, if they make it to the Super Bowl. Now, I want us as the Eagles to make it to the Super Bowl. But if the Carolina Panthers make it, you know, I do want Cam to pull a win. You know what I'm saying? I'm just giving my respect. And I do respect Drew Brees. But, you know, in Drew Brees' career, he did pull some excellent stuff. So this is a game to watch. But I'm going to go ahead and pick the Panthers. You know what? I really wanted Arizona to get in. I really did. Oh, you mean um, because it was like the last ride for Carson Palmer and the coach? Yeah. I really wanted. I knew. I, I had a feeling this was Arians last year. Yeah. Like, I knew that already. It would have been nice to see. But Palmer got injured. He broke his arm, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, did. That was a tough season. And then Stan got injured, didn't he? Of course he did. He always gets injured. Usually. But the thing is, is that when, when Palmer was injured, right, and he was playing in that last playoffs game when he had rap on his, on his throwing fingers, right? Like, Stanton was healthy, so they did not activate Stanton at all in that playoff game. I remember that, and I was like... You know, that was weird. That was the game. I remember that. That was that NFC Championship yeah. game between the Panthers and uh, mm-hmm. Cardinals. Um, my biggest problem with that entire thing right there, and I I love Carson Palmer, and I'm yeah, sure you I do, too. I got respect for him. He jaked the London. Mm-hmm. I knew he was done. And he was never the same. But, you know, you got to give him mad props, though. He's out there in that freezing weather using his throwing arm with, like, rap on it, man. I mean, like, he know that he's not going to be consistent, but he's playing his best. Like, he's recovering from the broken fingers. Yeah, but if Fitzgerald goes, oh, that's going to be a blow to uh-huh. Arizona. Well, what about Adrian Peterson? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no offense to AP. I just I just love doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the biggest problem is, do we care? <laughs> you know, that is another question right there. But, I mean, this actually is what we should be looking forward to regarding the wildcard playoffs right now because divisional playoffs don't happen until, like, next week. So, I mean, you know, that's yeah, when we- things really get serious. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, the guy did have some significant accolades outside of his off-field controversy, you know. The guy was a beast, I'm not going to lie. He was was a beast, but he fumbled when, you know, it mattered most. There was no reason why the Vikings couldn't have went to that Super Bowl and said the same thing. Like, and people always blame the bad Brett Favre throw. Don't get me wrong, that was a terrible throw. But if AJ Pearson, Pearson did not fumble in the end, um, near the goal line twice, yeah, yeah. that's kind of the problem. And uh, who were they going to face anyways? Who who did the Saints beat that year? Um, was it the Steelers? No, 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 no it, it couldn't have been the Steelers. The... No, they were playing the oh, Colts. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, thirty-one seventeen. Yep, exactly what it is. Poor Peyton Manning. That was a really good uh, Indianapolis Colts team, too, that they beat. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think uh, Brett Favre could have won that Super Bowl easily. He could have. Oh, no, I think the wild card playoffs this year are going to be something to look at other than that uh, Tennessee Titans game. Actually, how did the Titans get uh, in? I don't – well, because the Colts were terrible, the Texans were terrible, and, you know, I was like, how the f*** did they get in the playoffs? Because <laughs> I forgot, because, like – 
the Jaguars are in their division, aren't they? <laughs> How the hell did that happen? And while we try to figure out this mystery, happy 2018. The wild cards are now in motion, and J360 Radio is back on the air. On behalf of the Cyclone, this is Jay signing off. <laughs>